And he who talked with me had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with the reed. Twelve thousand furlongs, its length, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. The construction of its wall was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day, there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Chapter 2. Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty. And the portion of Scripture at the beginning of this message is from Revelation chapter 21. Jesus Christ is the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. And humans were born to fellowship with Him forever. Amen. This is Wonder in Reality. My name is Jim. Let's pray. Lord, thank You for everything. Thank You for saving us. Thank You for the privilege of knowing You. We welcome You into this time. Holy Spirit, we welcome You and acknowledge that You are God. Lord, send out laborers into the harvest fields. Raise, uh, anoint worship leaders and give them the songs that are blessing millions of people and building up the body of Christ. Send out laborers into the Middle East and we pray for Israel and the peace of Jerusalem and for the places in the world like Afghanistan and Haiti and other places that have great suffering. In the wonderful name of Jesus. The portion of Scripture from Revelation 21, it starts in about verse, I believe it's verse 9. This is a, great, is a description of the glory of the Lord and the, the new Jerusalem. This, that glory of the Lord, that's the Holy Spirit. That's Jesus Christ. So glorious, so wonderful. When someone meets Him in this way, They've, they'll only want Him. He, he's. I, I wanted to put this portion at the beginning of the message 
It is so glorious. I mean, this city is pure gold. Let me just read some portions. He carried me away in the Spirit. I saw the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like jasper stone, clear as crystal. Great and high wall, twelve gates, um, the wall of the city, twelve foundations. These foundations are precious stones. Um, Verse 18, the city was pure gold like clear glass. The city, pure gold. That's the Holy Spirit. That's Jesus Christ. That's God Almighty Himself. That's, that's the glory of God. So God made this, and so it's made from His glory. This is what God offers to every person for eternity. Do you realize that, that let me just repeat this, God Almighty, the Lord God is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most glorious, beautiful person in the universe, and humans were created to know Him and were born to fellowship with Him even forever. And so anyone who literally simply chooses God, chooses Jesus Christ, and believes in Him and stays with Him, 90% or more of those people will never experience His glory while they're on the earth. Now, but when they get to heaven, they'll be in the glory of God. They will be in this... um, Heaven is... Every person who's been there says it's glorious beyond words. It's so wonderful. um, They cannot put it into words. That's Jesus. That's the Holy Spirit. So any anyone who gets saved, that and that presence of Jesus, the anointing, quickens their spirit person, and they now are alive spiritually. But they don't feel anything. Because they haven't been born of the Holy Spirit. It's very I know I want to keep repeating that, but and, and this is all explained in the Gospel of John. This week, I'm, I'm generally, a general theme is the, the main themes of the Gospel of John, that Jesus is the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty. Amen. And there's so much in the Gospel of John. I do want, as I mentioned, um, hopefully this week I want to speak some about the Helper, the Holy Spirit, and there's so much. It's just so glorious what Jesus reveals. And it starts in John chapters 14, 15, 16, and on. So here are some of the you know, brief goals of this short message and these messages this week. I want to build hunger in other people. Really, number one, I want to present the gospel, especially to the, to anyone who might be unsaved or someone who's a, gone away from Jesus Christ, that they come back to Jesus. Amen. It just this is what I mean. It's just this is what humans were created to do. More than that, how glorious and wonderful His presence is, 
and He satisfies us fully. <laughs> like the, yesterday's message about the living water and, and uh, you know, He, every need that we have, He meets it. When, when we go deeper with Him, again, it's we, we have the privilege of going into the three realms of prayer every day, which are, again, so wonderful. We, we think that it's a burden and that it's difficult and it's hard. It's, it's wonderful and easy when we meet the Holy Spirit. Amen. He, it's, if someone really wants to have fun, to be happy and to find joy and peace. More than that, the treasure, tre- the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. That's the, so that's, the, if there's one key, it's that going deeper with the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's just so glorious. It's, it's this relationship. Amen. I know I've just said a lot <laughs> in, in point number one, but Okay, and so number two related to that, I want to build hunger in others. If someone's a believer, I want to build hunger. Number three, I want to encourage you. We have, when we have Jesus Christ, we have God Almighty within us, all around us. So awesome. So, and I, and again, I say this in reverence, but God has provided this plan that's greater than if Jesus Christ Himself, let's say, was in our city or near us. We have Jesus Christ within us and all around us. Amen. That if, if Jesus Christ Himself was on the earth somewhere, everyone would want to go there and we would never, it would, wouldn't be possible for Him to spend time w- with us. We would have to wait in line for ye- years we have, amen. God set up this perfect plan. Okay, number four, someone may say, well, why is life so hard? Why do I have all these problems? Why do I not feel His presence and glory? Well, it's very simple. Just go directly to Him and He says, you shall seek Me and you shall find Me when you search for Me with all your heart. And of course, Jesus Revealed that in the first, the great commandment. Someone may ask and wonder, why am I mentioning things like the, the tragedy that most people will not get saved and they'll miss out on the glory of the Lord, miss out on what they were created to do. Um, also, I, I've mentioned, and it might sound controversial, but that most believers will not experience His presence and glory while they're on the earth. I don't want to be negative. I want to be realistic. And, and also, I want to... Let, let me look at the positives. 2.3 roughly billion Christians and Catholics in the world. Incredible things are going on. Wonderful. You know, there's ministries reaching millions of people, <clears throat> Christ for all nations, other ministries through satellite TV, television, you know, internet, radio, I mean, just in awesome, glorious things. 
going on, anointed ministries. But I, I also want to be realistic and this is based on a, on a general study of the Gospels and of course and Jesus said enter by the narrow gate that passage in Matthew 7 13 and 14 recommended reading <clears throat> I recommend someone read it many many times because they you know Jesus is revealing there that you know this this general truth it's it's not a it may sound negative but here's another way that Jesus revealed this in the foundational parable Okay, of all his parables, one is the foundational, the parable of the sower. Seed was sown in four places. Three of the places did not bear fruit. It did not bear any crop. One place did. And, and so again, that's recommended reading. It's in Matthew and I believe it's in Mark. Um, but Jesus is revealing there this general truth. You know, it's... We all fall short of the glory of God. We all miss it. But I, I, I want to motivate, motivate us this potential. When we go deeper, and, we, and this is a new thing that I learned recently, those four phases of knowing God, we can experience those every day. Possibly, it's the, it's really the the phases two, three, and four we can experience every day. We're born again, but born of the Spirit, then the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's the third phase. Do you realize these are just this is what humans were created to do? It's the greatest privilege for a human being. The absolute greatest privilege. And so glorious for us, but also to do ministry, to help others. He flows out in unceasing love. Before we find the Holy Spirit, we we're thinking, you know, we have it all wrong. We're thinking, oh, I'm sacrificing. You know, oh, you know, I heard someone in my family even said. Oh, it's hard to have those quiet times, the family devotionals. When we meet the Holy Spirit, our entire everything changes. It's the most glorious privilege in the universe to know Him for even one moment, and He offers Himself all the time, and, and it's, it's an eternal celebration. And I want to continue to emphasize emphasize that. <clears throat> and the way I said it earlier, I was, if someone really wants to have fun, you know, and and again, be find happiness and joy and peace and be set free. Just celebrate Jesus every day. Celebrate Him. Um, seek Him. Learn from Him. Um, follow Him. What a glow. So wonderful. So, you know, and so I, I want to just continue to emphasize <clears throat> one of the absolute keys, the Holy Spirit who is 
the Spirit of Jesus Christ. He is Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me speak just for a moment, a short time about Jesus revealed the Helper, spoke about the Helper four times. And that word for Helper could also be translated Comforter. And this, the four times coincide with the four phases of knowing God. If you really study those those scriptures, but but before even discussing that, here's the greatest thing: when someone has that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, they have the Holy Spirit, and it's all about developing that. Amen. And and it's that in fact, someone does not have to have a Bible. We sometimes get so caught up in in the Bible and trying to understand and figure things out and do ministry, which we're trying and that's good. Sometimes um, we might try to fast and we're trying to... Jesus one time told a man of God, He said, I'm more pleased if you just lead a fasted lifestyle. Um... And so the presence of Jesus, when we, again, we, we can go deeper with Him every day into those realms of prayer and He'll touch us and then it's just, that's when really it all happens that a great man of God says the anointing solves everything. That is, there's such truth to that. For an unbeliever, the anointing is the presence of Jesus. It's literally a, Jesus Himself, for an unbeliever, that solves their greatest need ever. When someone receives Jesus, they have the anointing in their spirit person. They have gone from death to life. They have... That's the greatest need for a, for a person who's unsaved. And, and why do I say that someone does not have to have a Bible. Okay, that may sound controversial. Many people would disagree. And they would say, say, you know, that's totally wrong. We have the Bible. We go... Now, I'm not discounting any of that. My general point is God has created human beings into His own image and likeness and given them all authority. That's a, that may sound controversial, but first, they are eternal. Every person, eternal. They will exist for eternity. That, that's very powerful. Okay? An unbeliever will exist for eternity. Even if they don't believe it, even if they deny it, and again, most people to think that most people say no to God and 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 are even apathetic and even hostile. Why would they do that? They are eternal. Okay. They also the authority we is 
that God has given every person is beyond our comprehension. There are scriptures that back this up fully. <laughs> Here I am going to the Bible. But even if someone doesn't realize that authority that they have, they have it. There's another example of how we as humans, we don't even um, know these glorious things often because we are we're foolish. We all like sheep have gone astray. We, we, um, our fallen nature, the human heart, deceitful and wicked above all things. I met, uh, it may sound negative that I'm saying this, but, but it's so important that we understand someone has the choice, and if they simply believe in Jesus and have that relationship they will spend eternity in glory. And they may not even know that that's what will happen when they go to heaven. They may not even know. In fact, here's another proof of that. Many, many believers, as I mentioned, this is so important, they don't get born of the Holy Spirit and they actually oppose that. They oppose, you know, they criticize the charismatic side of the church. You know, they say, I don't even want to repeat the things that they say. And they, they say that, you know, people like Kenneth Hagin and um, Oral Roberts and these patriarchs of the faith are, I don't even want to repeat what they say. But they, they say negative things and worse. Okay, why would they do that? Okay. My point is, most believers do not even know that the glory of the Lord is available, that He's that, that's so glorious and wonderful and He's just so awesome. But when they get to heaven, they'll be in the glory of the Lord. Guaranteed. Do you see that all truth is parallel? All these things. Um, so back to the authority. Famous scripture. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Why? Because God made us in His image and likeness. Every person has that power. If they simply say, I, I believe in Jesus, they believe in their heart and they say it, that's what they get. If someone says, nope, nope, I don't believe, if, I don't even want to repeat what, what on the negative side. Because <laughs> I don't want that. Um, if someone says, yes, I believe in the, the Holy Spirit and, uh, and He's within me and all around me. Amen. That's what they get. They, their spirit person, it will start to get into their spirit person. And then they move into what they were created to do, the, the, the mysteries, eternal life is what Jesus called it, but they move into the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven and the, these glorious things and, and um, un, the unsearchable, unlimited, eternal, infinite riches of Jesus Christ. The true riches which which 
can last for eternity. Jesus said, store up treasures in heaven. In Revelation, it says, strengthen the things that remain, which, which I believe that means strengthen those things that last for eternity. And so, someone may uh, disagree and say, oh, you know, you're saying every person has such authority. Where is that in the Bible? Well, it's, it's all throughout the Bible. Okay. And, and that famous Scripture, the power of life and death is in the tongue, that's, a, that's one of the most prominent Scriptures that prove that. Here's another one. Jesus said, by your words you'll be justified. By your words you'll be condemned. Here's something related to that. Famous Scripture, Jesus said, He who confesses Me before... Um, Matthew 10.32, Jesus said, Therefore, whoever confesses Me before men, him I will also confess before My Father who is in heaven. And another translation. Well, let's here's another one. Luke twelve eight. Whoever confesses me before men, the Son of Man will also confess him before the angels of God. So do you realize there is one of incredibly powerful um, revelation of the authority that a believer has to think that that Jesus Christ will confess a person before before the the Father God Almighty is just so awesome. Here's something related to that. I'm saying this in a different way, and but it's related to. Uh, the Helper, and it's in the Gospel of John, chapter John 14, 16. Let me just read it. Starts in, in verse 15. If, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. One translation says, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, that He may abide with you forever. That's truly awesome. This verse, let's keep it simple. Um, this is really the first time he spoke about the Helper. And he said, I will pray to the Father, and he, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another Helper that he may abide with you forever. This reveals the Trinity. This reveals that when someone. You know, it very well could be that this also refers to salvation. So when someone get, uh, chooses Jesus Christ, okay, they humble themselves before God, it's common sense, they choose Jesus Christ. Jesus prays to the Father and the Father sends the Holy Spirit to them instantly and they're saved. So, so this is also an example, and again, I say this in reverence, but an example of the authority that a human being has that if they simply 
choose Jesus Christ, Jesus Himself prays to the Father and He even says that person's name. Doesn't say that in Scripture. Okay, let the Holy Spirit bear this out if, if um, whether this is true or not. But I believe um, Jesus confesses that person before the Father and the Father sends the Holy Spirit to them and they're saved. This is incredible. And this is the first time Jesus spoke about the Helper. Four times He spoke about the Helper, the Comforter. And I believe those do coincide with the four phases of knowing God. And it's just so glorious to think that that in the spirit realm that happens. Amen. Amen. Okay. I wanted to present some 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 different things. Thank you for listening. Lord, I pray for those who visited the websites yesterday. <clears throat> also, I pray I pray for those listening to this podcast, Lord, reveal I believe with them that you'll reveal your glory to them. If they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, fill them with the Holy Spirit. And I pray for these visitors to the websites in these locations, China, several cities in China, Singapore, Seoul, South Korea, Taiwan, Bangladesh, Chittagong, Bangladesh, Turkey, Ukraine, Russia, Romania, Indonesia, Thailand, South Africa, in Europe, Germany, Sweden, Spain, France, Italy, Finland, Switzerland, also in the U.S., around the U.S., um, the West Coast, California, several cities, South Dakota, Las Vegas, Illinois, Boston, New York City, New Jersey, also Montreal. Lord, um, reveal Your glory to them and, and also... If they need healing, heal them. Please do email us at hello at wonderreality.org. Thank you for following this ministry and we really are grateful for, for everyone who's following this ministry. We really need your support and um, <clears throat> blessings.